Anytime a 22-year-old gets a chance to start at the Division I level uh, is basically unheard of, and especially at this university, it was a great honor for me uh, to be able to start at this level, and it was something I couldn't turn down. This time they set up the return. Barnett sends a good one. Hill has it. Tyree Kill with speed. Breaks through. Hill with the speed. Look out. This is the Cardiac Cowboys. Everyone, welcome in to the Cardiac Cowboys. This is your host, Kayla McDaniel, joined by Evan McDaniel. What's up? Uh, go Pokes, first and foremost. Go Pokes. Uh, Cowboys win a tough one on Saturday. I thought, man, where do I go with this game after? It was so hard to break down. Uh, Most confusing. I mean, we won 41-31. Really close game, especially up until the end of the fourth quarter. First half was like, it was really back and forth first half, but the first quarter we started strong. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and break down this game. Let's get into the first quarter. So first quarter, Texas Tech just runs the field on us. Uh, makes it look easy. This new uh, quarterback they have is going to be something special. You can tell. Hopefully he doesn't transfer like a lot of their good QBs do. Yeah, how about Beer and Morton? Finished the game 39 for 62, 380 yards, two touchdowns, only one interception. Like, that's a pretty good performance from a redshirt freshman coming into Boone Pickens for this first game. I mean, the kid can just flat out throw the ball. I mean, I was I was impressed throughout the whole game, even when he was injured. He was just – he was finding a way to will his team to victory with his arm. Yeah, that first quarter, the very first drive, they go down throw throw on us, like, back and back and back. Like, I don't even know if they ran him run play on that first quarter to be honest or in the first drive but that first drive uh he threw it to i don't know the receiver's name but threw it right over Corey, and i think that was when Corey got hurt and then he was out the rest of the game yeah which was a big blow uh because we really needed a lot of experience from the cornerbacks today and we did you know Corey's just our best at that position and when you lose a guy like that it's going to be hard to win the game and I think we had like a total of four injuries throughout the first half. Yeah, we had a lot of in- injuries this game. So anyways, after that after that drive, Texas Tech, full confidence, comes out and kicks an onside <laughs> kick. Yeah. But kudos to, uh, man, I, I forget his name, but he's like a veteran on this team, on the kickoff return team. DeMarco man. Jones. DeMarco Jones. He, he throws up a fair catch. You can't even see it on the screen because it's so quick. He did it right whenever the kick happened. And I, I was honestly furious, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that he did it because I, I didn't even know that was a thing you could do in football. And, I mean, credit to our uh, special teams analysts and yeah. special team coaches. Uh, did you hear Gundy after the game uh, during his post-game interview? He had, like, he's kind of acting like. Kind of smirking like, a bit. Kind of like, pretty smart. Oh, pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gundy's a legend. He's definitely coaching his ass off this year. But uh, let's talk about uh, Beer and Morton like, a little bit more because uh, he was actually running the ball a lot in that first quarter. I have him for 26 yards and a touchdown in that first quarter. Like, yeah. I he mean, was. He has some legs, too. He's not just like he's not just a kid with a big arm. Like, I was really surprised by Texas Tech, and they had a good game plan coming out. But luckily we got that uh, – we got the onside kick, and then – uh, that first drive. That first drive, you know, I, it was amazing because I thought maybe maybe this was going to be a blowout because, you know, the first drive for 
Texas Tech, you know, defense is, was like kind of like uh, just looked a little lost, like wasn't used to the fast slow. pace because they were kind of like looking at the sidelines every time. And, you know, they should be used to it, like practicing against us every, I mean, our offense every every week during practice. But, uh, yeah, the second drive, well, the first drive for us, Spencer runs right, hits Bryson Green on the touch for the touchdown. Bryson wills his way over a defender. Gets yeah. his arm stretched into the end zone, and I like, wow! I mean, what a what a momentum boost! Yeah, that was definitely a Bryson moment. Like that's gonna be a moment that we remember from Bryson for a long time. Like that was just a really good play for him. And also, what about Casey Dunn with that play call? Like it looked like Spencer was gonna run, had a whole bunch of blocks. He probably could have got ten yards, but then he just looks over everybody, and there's a wide open Bryson Green in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, crediting Casey Dunn in our group chat on Twitter. Uh, I, I mean, I probably spoke too soon, but he was like, he was calling like some great plays that first quarter. And uh, so the drive after that for us, uh, we get down to the red zone pretty easy. Uh, I think it was 13 plays, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure on the number, but. Uh, it was a long drive. It was a long drive, but it looked it looked good. Like, it looked like we knew what we were doing. We had an identity. Uh in the red zone, Spencer pulls a QB run, runs left, gets in the end zone, untouched, looked easy. Uh, I was like, okay, this is going to see Spencer Sanders Heisman debut right here. Yeah, and we took the lead 14 7, and then we're just out there like, we get another stop on defense. We get another stop. We get, like, the defense looked pretty good that first quarter. I was pretty happy with the showing that we were having. And then we go down and we kick a field goal. I was Which, okay with that because it puts us up 10. Which we were go, we were in go for it fourth down territory, but uh, you know how Gundy is. He's very, very. He's a numbers guy. He would, he would take the field goal. He'd just take the points any day. Wouldn't want to risk it. Yeah, and uh, Tech could have made it a seven point game, but on that last drive in the first quarter, they uh, boinked the field goal off the right upright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty. Uh, I was. I, was I thought really it was hyped. gonna miss. Like really, I thought it first. I thought it was gonna make it, and then I was like, "Oh, that's just selling super far right. It's gonna miss really right." And then it bounced off the uh, upright, and I was like, "Maybe it's going in." And then it yeah. bounced down, and I was like, "Okay, it's not." Yeah, at first I couldn't tell if it like boinked off the upright into the into the field goal, but yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out too. Yeah, but I mean, and then the, the momentum was quarter. hot after that. Uh, <laughs> and then the second quarter comes yeah. in and destroys our hopes. Yeah, uh, we just completely <laughs> fell apart on offense. Uh, Texas Tech was driving the field. I mean, Morton was just killing us with his arm. Uh, yeah, we end up only getting a field goal in that second quarter, I believe. And, and a lot of that has to do with uh, Corey Black being out. They were hitting a lot of slants. And, uh, I mean, Jabbar Muhammad. He was pretty good today. He was like that second quarter, he had so many deflections. He was, they were targeting very clearly, and, uh, I mean, yeah, I actually thought that Cam Smith, uh, the backup corner that came in for Corey, I thought he actually did pretty good in his first start. Like he got beat a couple times on some slant routes and on those little short digs. Uh, like they were just kind of, you know, we did a lot uh, with Tylen where we would just have Spencer drop back one step and then throw it immediately to the right for a little bubble screen or a little dig route. And they were just doing that over and over again on us for the second quarter. They ended up 
taking the lead going into halftime 24 to zero, but, uh, or 24 to 20, not 24 to zero, but, uh, it's kind of funny though, because on that last drive, they were like, they could have got a touchdown. I'm going to be honest. They, they, they could have went up 27 or 28 to uh, 20 and it could have gone really bad coming out of halftime, but the defense got the stop and held them to a field goal, which is pretty big. I mean, the defense line was having a really hard time putting pressure on in the second quarter because they were coming out, I mean, really quick, running plays. Like, yeah, and Morton had, like, like, another 15 or something yards in, uh, on that scramble that saved them on the fourth down. They were, like, four for four on fourth down in the first half. But one of the main reasons I think our offense actually really struggled that second quarter was the refs. I mean, momentum. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> The momentum was completely just wiped away. Every time we had a big play, I mean, it was it was horrendous. I it was atrocious. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't watch the game. I was getting so mad. I was walking away. I was uh, cussing under my breath. I was oh, yeah. It was especially on the uh, one Bryson catch where it was really obvious that he caught it. Like uh, it was probably like forty yards or whatever. It's a deep. It was probably our long. Maybe thirty something yards. It was definitely our longest play of the day, and they just had to review it. And it was the easiest catch. Like it took four minutes for that review. I mean, they went to commercial break, and it was a full three minute commercial break, and it still wasn't done. Yeah, I mean, to give your best team in the Big Twelve your Z tier. I mean, not even like A, B, C, D, F tier. I mean, Z tier officials. I mean, it's what it seemed like. It's just like, how could you do that, Big Twelve? Like, we've seen uh, some bad officiating crews already, though this year. Uh, I thought the Central Michigan crew wasn't that great, but I'm not here to blame the refs. We still came out here with a double-digit win, and but it was really frustrating, especially watching the game live, to have a big play and then us go up and already snap the ball and then they stop it. Like, if you're gonna review it, just review it before we snap the ball at least. Or, but what was weird was, uh. Texas Tech had a few, like, sketchy calls. I thought that first, that one that went over, uh, Corey got beat. Uh, he kind of bobbled the, the football in the end zone. I, like, they didn't review that one. It's a touchdown. Like, that's, a, that's an important play. Yeah, There's a couple a, more. That post, uh, that post route where I couldn't really tell if the receiver got his uh, full foot in, and they just, like, didn't even review it at all. They're like, oh, yeah, there's green in between his foot. Like, that's what the commentator. And not even just the refs, the commentators were like just awful too. It wasn't a yeah. good, it wasn't a good crew for us. They definitely were favoring uh, the Red Raiders today. I could not, uh, I could not stand when they just like yell and yell and talk about it for a whole minute, just yelling in excitement. Yeah. It's just like okay, you can, and you can, and they weren't yelling like it was. I don't know. They just got way hyped over stuff that they shouldn't be getting hyped over. They were yelling at the. Uh, they were yelling at Oklahoma State players, especially whenever uh, we'll talk about it in the third quarter, but that Kendall Daniels play. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's get into the halftime, because I think halftime was actually really important. So I was at the bar. I drove home, right? And I was really rushing home to get uh, back before the second half started. And I get home, and I put on the game, and I start texting Bryce, and I was like, I just don't really know... I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I don't know. And so I changed my shirt because I thought maybe it was the 
sure of being superstitious. So we start that third we start the third quarter and I was like, Will Derek Mason make halftime adjustments? Because we haven't seen it yet. We have not seen Derek Mason make halftime adjustments until this game. And Gundy said too, the very first drive that Texas Tech had in that second half, uh, they didn't scheme for that. They didn't they did a whole different thing. Uh the adjustments that Oklahoma State made wasn't for that first drive that Texas Tech made. They went out and adjusted too, but they ended up falling back and we only that was the only touchdown Texas Tech scored was on that first drive of the second half for the rest of the half. Yeah, and I I mean and then we got back on offense and you could see Spencer Sanders wanting to take this game into his hands. He started running the ball, he started passing the ball way better. I mean the first half, he had a couple throws that were like, oh, what was that, Spencer? Uh, and a part of that's because uh, Braden Johnson, we missed Braden Johnson with the concussion protocol. And, I mean. Supposedly. We don't know if it's that. Because I did hear that uh, he had his helmet on, and you're not supposed to have a helmet on uh, if you're in concussion protocol. So it could have been a concussion or maybe, I don't know. But it was Robert Allen that reported that. So Yeah. Just. Jaden Bray is not that fast, and when you're used to having that fast receiver on the right side where you can just throw it as far as you can, Brent Johnson will be there because he's the fastest on the team. Yeah, uh, I mean, and Bray didn't look that bad. I mean, he slipped up a couple times, and I think maybe he was a step slower than, like, than he usually is, but it just didn't look like he had that much chemistry with Spencer right now. I think Spencer overthrew him a couple times. He also underthrew him once, and Braid couldn't jump up and get it. Uh, it just like a, a lot of that was him. because timing was off because uh, the Red Raiders were playing a little dirty on the edges, not going to lie. And uh, we lost uh, Preston Wilson, so some of the snaps were a little bit high, and it was just kind of throwing off the timing with Spencer. I mean, Spencer true. finished with, uh, let's see, 22 for 45 for 300 yards, one touchdown. 56 yards rushing and two touchdowns on the on the uh, in the running game. So like it was a good Spencer game. I mean he had three total touchdowns, no interceptions. That's a big thing for him. I mean we move on to like an insane record when he doesn't throw interceptions. It's All like right. if he doesn't throw an interception, I think we only have like one loss. So yeah, but uh, Morton gets injured in the third quarter uh, on a play that. It just kind of looked like a little hit, but I mean, I know that the ankle area can be a little uh, touchy Philly. Touchy Philly, yeah. Uh, can be a little touchy. So he gets injured. We play way better after that for some reason. I think our defense line was putting a lot more pressure, was filling the gaps a little better. I mean, you got to give Coach Mason credit. Uh, for making the, the right adjustments. Yeah, we went down. Uh, did we... Got a couple stops. Did we kick a field goal to start? Uh, or did we just get the touchdown and then the two-point conversion? Uh, we went down, got a touchdown, then threw the... I mean, tossed it up for Jaden Bray. He ran around the, the left side, got the two-point conversion. Yeah. How about getting a two-point conversion? When was the last time we did that? I don't remember I don't us it completing was a two-point conversion. It was needed to tie up the game. Yeah, it was a really crucial play. 31 to 31. But um, even then, I was. We had a really bad drive uh, on defense where uh, they got all the way down to like midfield, like two plays. So I just stopped watching after that. I was like, 
something's wrong. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I'm going to leave and go into the backyard. And I had texted Bryce. I'll just tell me, tell me what happens in this fourth quarter. Tell me the final score. Uh, yeah. And then next drive for the Texas, well, the Red Raiders, uh, we kick, Tom Hunt kicks a beautiful kick down inside the 15. Uh, we get a couple stops, and on third down, Kendall Daniels comes in, almost gets a safety, but couldn't lower himself. He's a tall dude, so it's kind of yeah, hard to get he's down. He's like 6'5 or 6'6, six, six, something like that. He's really tall. 6'4. But he couldn't get down. Man, I was so hyped for the safety. And then everything was crashing down. Here it's a uh, targeting call. And yeah, and like it wasn't a dirty play. I don't think Kendall meant to do anything that play. It's like Morton kind of just turned his head into it last second. And yeah. He should have hit him about a foot lower, but you know I he's mean, a young player. It sucks that he's out on the in the TCU game like for the first half. That just really rough for us because, I mean, Flanagan's pretty good. I mean, I like Shawn Michael, but he uh, he just doesn't have that strength and power that Kendall has, especially in the run game. Kendall's been really good uh, fit, fitting run gaps for us. He just knows where to be. Like, yeah. plain and simple. And he's tall, so he's like a he's a big body to throw over. He's a big body, like, just to miss. And whenever you're getting tackled, like, it's hard to miss Kendall. Kendall's, Kendall's a good tackler. It's going to suck missing them in that TCU game, especially because TCU went out there and beat Kansas. But let's get into this fourth quarter where everything started happening good because I didn't watch. Wow, Spencer, (laughs) I mean, Spencer just started killing him with his legs, and he was making on-point passes. He got had one to Brendan Presley where Brendan would not go down. And uh, it just, he, he had the determination on his face. You could see it on, they had a, they had a great shot, uh, Fox did, on his face. And he was just, he looked locked in, locked in. Something I was really worried about this game is that we just really couldn't get the running game going, like, especially with Dom. I think Dom only finished with, like, 67 yards on, like, 20 carries. So it's a little bit over three yards a carry. I mean, you want to be up in the four yards a carry if you really want to beat a lot of these Big 12 teams. And Texas Tech doesn't have that great of a rush defense. But they were really selling out on the run, especially since Braden was out. They didn't really care about taking away the top of the defense. They're bringing that safety in. Uh, Braden's just a, like a – he's an X factor for this team. He plays the X position, but that's why he's the X factor. He's out here. He's making big plays, and you can tell that we really missed him. But in that fourth quarter, Bryson Green and Spencer Sanders, they were just on something else. Oh, big, big uh, fourth down conversion from Bryson Green. Uh they lobbed it up to him. Again, another, I think this was the third quarter, actually, but they lobbed it up to him. He caught it over the receiver. Uh, they ended up reviewing it, which uh, made Rooted me everything. quite mad because it ruined the momentum, but uh, Spencer just, like, found a way to, to get it in that drive. Uh, How about Mason Cobb? Mason Cobb with an interception? Yeah, he, I think that was probably, like, the momentum change in this game, at least in my opinion. I did only watch the highlights of the fourth quarter, got to be honest. But it seemed like after uh, Cobb got that interception, kind of Tech kind of lost energy. And I think it kind of made Morton a little bit scared to throw it up the middle. I mean, he was still killing us on those side routes. Like, he's going to be a good kid in the future. But, like, I think Cobb is having his breakout party this year. Oh, yeah. 
for sure. I mean, when you let uh, a young QB like Morton throw 104 plays, <laughs> yeah, or run 104 plays, uh, you're gonna kind of tire down. You're gonna kind of get it's your line's gonna get beat up. Uh, yeah, you're gonna and, stop looking off those safeties and the linebackers. I mean, that's kind of basically what happened. Cobb just kind of sat in the middle of coverage. Uh, Morton didn't even try looking him off. And he just read it the whole way, got the interceptions, pretty easy pick for him. And he ran pretty good with it, too. Like, he got back, like, 15, 20 yards, and he looked pretty good running. Yeah. Uh, another big factor was Kopinski. He was, he came in, he had so much energy riding off the bench. Ben Kopinski. I mean, I mean, he just looked. He looked good. He looked he so looked fresh. He looked like the best player out there. Because he was, he just had so much energy. He was so fresh. I mean, yeah, when you're running 104 plays, you're running or pass plays. You're running probably like 180 plays, 170 plays or something total. Uh, this game, like it's gonna be a lot of work on those linemen. And it's so great having nice like, fresh legs. Yeah, just having the depth that we have. Like we have Evers. I mean, I think he's back. We have Evers. We have Sionia C. We have uh, Tuliala. To Julio Lamaca. Yeah. We have just so many guys that can just come in and Colin Oliver. Colin Oliver got another sack this game. I think that's uh, five straight games with a sack for him. Yeah. So let's hope he keeps that streak going. Uh, fourth quarter, Spencer Sanders finds a way to, like, punch it into the end zone uh, on a QB run to the right. He just – he looked like he was not going to give up. He was – He's not gonna go down sad. He's he's a veteran now, and yeah, he looks like he looks really confident. He's year. gonna he's gonna will the team to win. Uh, then we ended up getting another field goal, kind of put the game away. Any, yeah. Any uh, any other takeaways from the game? I mean, I'm just really happy that we got out of there with a the win. Uh, I was a little superstitious, but I'm happy. I mean, I'm scared of this TCU game. We'll have another podcast on Thursday about it, but I mean. This TCU team looks legit, and Tech looks legit. I mean, I think Tech's going to be a team that goes out there and does stuff this year. Like, yeah, I they're going to pull they're some five upsets. and seven team. I think they're going to they're going to shock some people. They're going to pull some upsets, uh, especially if this Morton kid keeps playing. Another another thing is, I think this is probably the worst offensive game you're going to see from us this year. It's kind of one of those games where we just we have, we have one of these games every year, but. If this is the worst the offense plays, you're going to win a lot of games. One-year clunker. The one-year clunker. All right, so let's get into our MVPs this game. So my defensive MVP, just because of the interception, I have to give it to Cobb. But he also made some good tackles this game. Uh, and my offensive MVP is going to be Spencer Sanders. Nice, nice. I could, there's, there's definitely arguments for both, but I think mine is more accurate. Bryson Green on offense. Nice. Pick. Man was making big plays. I don't know why we didn't go to him more late in the game. Yeah, we could have. Like, uh, we should have went to him a lot more, especially in the, especially for the, in the red zone touchdowns. Yeah, we were I mean, really trying to force Bray to get back in there. I mean, we, I think he got targeted like twelve or thirteen times that game, and I think he only caught three passes, if I'm correct. Yeah, and a lot of those were just overthrows. I mean, you just have just timing, but, or I mean. Spencer didn't finish finish with 48. He got my MVP, but it was mostly because of his running. I mean, he had two touchdowns on the ground. One of them, he kind of, like, did, like, a Heisman pose, and he was pointing to the Uh end zone, like, trying to act like he was about to throw it to somebody in the end zone, and then he just 
charged at this dude and hit him. Yeah, I mean, he's just you don't want Sp- you don't want Spencer to get hit, but like that was a play where I was like, you want Spencer you got the to get you got the touchdown, <laughs> you got it. You want him to make that. You want to put you want to put the game in his hands, and that's what we did. Uh, on defense, I think Jabbar Muhammad. I mean, yeah, he was he was he was locking up his receiver. I mean, they were targeting him all game. He was just, I mean, he looked he looked like our best cornerback out there. Jabbar, Jabbar, Jabbar. He was actually pretty good today. I mean, he usually he's been kind of rough in pass coverage a little bit, but today he was a uh, solid. Yep. You uh, want to talk about our uniforms? Yeah, let's get into it. We went black, black, white, and I usually like the black, black, white combo. I'm not gonna lie. And we had the Curse of Cowboys helmet, pretty nice helmet, one of my favorites. It was just not the game to wear. Tech went. I mean, we get to pick our uniforms first, so it's really more on Tech. Because they're the away team, they pick black, white, black. Just like, it's just not the best game to. I think it's they not the best combo to. They watch. posted a video on Wednesday last week about uh, what they were unaware. So I think we had a little bit of a heads up, but I think yeah. I just wanted to see that orange, orange, white. Have my prediction right. Yeah, but I mean, overall, I'll still give the uniforms like a. It was just kind of cluttered on the field a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'll still give it like a B plus. I mean, I love the Curse of Cowboys. I think that should be our yeah it carries. Huh? I said it carries like our the helmets just carry us. They do. Uh, just Curse of Cowboys just looks good on everything. Looks. I mean, if we could put it on the jersey, if we could put it on the pants, the shoes, like everything. Yeah, I mean, that's why we used in the Cardiac Cowboys. I mean, it's not the same, but it's pretty close, and I mean that's why we went with the logo. So. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. First ever podcast. Yeah, it's our first ever. I mean, hopefully you guys will tune in for more. Uh, we have a podcast on Thursday or Friday, depending on what day you receive it on your feed. Uh, but we'll, we'll uh, preview that TCU game, 5-0. and They're number 13. It's a big matchup, number 8 versus 13. Let's go, folks. Yeah, go, folks.